Hi, I'm Ernest from TechChill and you are listening to TechChill Podcast. Here we share news and interviews from our various events and speak with changemakers from different fields. Today we are talking with Mikhail Izbashtiks, co-founder and lead designer of design agency Asketic. We cover design process, business models in creative industries and specifically in graphic design. Interestingly enough, we also talk about the roles of machines, machine learning algorithms and the future of design process in the age of data. And in the end, Michaelis gives an advice about early design process and how not to make it too complicated. Aesthetic design. What's your role? What do you do? <laughs> like what, how your morning starts? Uh, a work morning or yes. general morning? <laughs> um, some journaling and coffee and then just straight on with the main task of the day. Um, so what is journaling? Just getting my mind clear what I want to do and uh, just writing down for like 10 minutes. Usually the same stuff over and over again. for. <laughs> For weeks, but it's uh, yeah, kind of sets your brain in the right direction before the day. I, I try to be in the office an hour before everybody else, so it's nice and quiet. So when when's that? Eight o'clock, and then uh, yeah, try to put the most important thing in the first half of the day. So by noon you're done, emotionally at least. So it's uh, cool. So as a designer, designers come from different backgrounds. So what is your background? None, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, when I wanted to start learning design, there, there was not actually a des- graphic design course in Riga. So, and it's a profession that you can learn by doing. And the internet appeared around the same time. So it was a lucky coincidence and uh, just, yeah. Learn by doing, and then eventually you start to understand your mistakes and, and, and just move on. Have you understood design? Not, not really. I think it got more com- complicated, or you could, you could tell it, it, design is getting more mature in terms of different fields. Like all the tech designers are now completely different than what graphic designers used to be like 10, 20 years ago. Or, hmm. Different skill sets, actually, completely different skill sets. So, do you know Dunning Kruger effect? No. There's the graph, like, with is your com- conf- confidence and uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So, when you start out, you're like your confidence. Super just confidence. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Con- that's and then, true. then when you start to do stuff, it just goes down. But then, at one point, you're like, I actually understand stuff. And then you become an expert, but you okay. never reach that point. So where do you think you are? <laughs> There's that low point where you're like, you know so much that you don't know. I definitely can associate with the first step that when we started, <laughs> I thought that everybody like, doesn't know shit what they're doing. And, it's, and actually, at some, like, it was an interesting time because uh, our country changed and also the technology changed at the same time. So there was a gap of no, of knowledge. Uh, so the old so guys, when was that? When I was like 16, 17. Okay. It's like... Um, Mid-90s? Like 
15, 16 years ago, something okay. like that. Early 2000s. Yeah, and um, so the old guys didn't pass the knowledge. They were good artists and good designers that didn't pass the knowledge because they were not fluent in technology. So, and, and th there was a gap there, so we just thought that nobody knows what they're doing because when the old guys tried to do something on a computer, it looked awful. <laughs> and, and for us, it was a native language, so... Yeah. And, uh, the native environment. Yeah. So they, they were like they were not paying attention to like pixel perfect designs because they were used to doing everything by hand, and, and it's like small stuff like that. And then you just think that like you know better than everybody else. But then of course, as as you said, it's true that you s slowly start to it it dawns on you that you're not the the smartest person in the room, but. Uh, do you see the next generation coming up where you you feel like you don't uh, get uh, something what comes natural to the next generation? Um, I don't think uh, regarding generations, but more in different fields of design. Mm. Because at first uh, we were doing everything design-ish. Uh, whatever was called design, we did apps, websites, posters, CDs, like you name it, everything that had design name to it. And then a few years ago, we started specializing in branding and packaging and intentionally went away from all like websites, apps and, and startups and all, all that because that's a completely different field. And you, I don't think you can be fluent in all of like both of those design disciplines at the, at the same level. So it's, you just have to choose. To specialize? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we come to the, the, the ultimate question. What is design? <laughs> uh, yeah, next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like if someone asks you like, hey, you dude, I have seen that you're a designer. So what is design? Like in a very simple terms, it's um, a tool that tries to translate uh, visually stuff that you want to communicate it's like a like a bridge between what what you feel inside and what you want to communicate and then design just translates that in a visual language so that would be a graphic design perspective yeah graphic design that, that's what that's what i'm that's where what i can talk about uh, so there's also user experience design and uh, Interfaces, industrial industrial design. In, interface design interface service design, design like yeah dozens of disciplines and, and you have tried all of them not all of them there's like even now is there they're coining the term sound identity design as well with all the Alexa and Siri and, and you know like you know the identity of, of Walt Disney before the movies, right? There's this arc, and, yes. and, and then probably you could recognize a few other film studio sound logos, but you couldn't necessarily recognize some of our like local brand sound logos. But that's actually a thing that could be more important as we go into this audio age and, and series and Alexis and all of that, when you just recognize the brand by, by the sound without visually seeing it. Yeah, I heard the, the story about the Mac uh, the, going on. Yeah. To do Yeah, that's a logo, right? And there there was there is a there is a documentary where the guy was there and he basically said we needed this, you know, 
the sound that we know that it's on. <laughs> and then we basically, I, I set the, the keyboard and it was like, and it sounded good. So that, I made it. Wow, the sound logo. Um, do you see that you would like to try your hand at some other niches? I think uh, I see myself more in, in, in branding than in graphic design. It's even like you switch not from the crafts and, and skill of particularly graphic design, but branding as an ecosystem of different... So what is branding then? It's a, I think the best way to put it is just a, a cloud of associations regarding person, company or, or country or, or whatever. And like all the different associations that you gather over time from every counterpoint with the brand or, or company or person and that includes both the sounds and visuals and, and service and how you talk and how you dress and all of that and uh, you have had quite a quite a bunch of different kind of companies you have worked with uh, there's Latvian radio the Latvian country itself you made the LV 100 logo mm -hmm. um, but then you have like an air dog and some startup brands how you you just like i asked like what is branding and then you have these emotions and how you sell that like they come and they ask look hey michaels we need a logo <laughs> we need new logo and you have to like okay let's think broader how you how, how what's your process how you work with the client it's um or you just like have you fired the client like at, at the second meeting like <laughs> this won't fly um well usually you, you get the feeling if if you if there will be a match or no in the first or second meeting but if if it's not a match it just doesn't go through and then it's uh it's you not, have it's said, not you have said no it's, it's not that you fire or say no just you mutually understand this is not a fit mm. And and that happens, I think. That's nothing uncommon. But um, uh, but re regarding your question, I think it's for the most part, it's just um, trying to have a clear message, like finding the the main idea and getting rid of all the noise. And uh, once you find the signal, the right idea you want to communicate, then it gets uh, easy. Then it's just execution and and skill. But uh, with all the like when you talk about branding, it's it's always important to find that one idea that conveys all the associations you have around the brand, and then what's the strongest one that you can try to communicate visually. This is like a business psychology thing that sometimes they don't understand, like what we are about. So how do you help them to find out who they are? <laughs> Uh, that's actually a step before you work on branding. You you have um, you have to work on brand positioning or strategy or brand platform, whatever fancy term you use. But just to get things straight, understand we're talking the same the same stuff and the same things. And then then once you find the basis of a brand, like the fundamentals, then you have to translate that visually. Then that's graphic design. Uh, but. Uh, but then the rest of associations and uh, things. Well, most of the associations will build over time. If it's a new brand, like the logo, it just has to be good enough 
and and it, it by itself it doesn't carry a lot of meaning and then you attach value to a, to a mark over time like all of the famous Nike Apple whatever it's not a spectacular symbol by itself it's just attached with a bunch of emotions and stories and 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 what what not and then if you work with a, with a existing brand like Latvian Radio that has 90 years of uh, history, then you have to be very careful. And in those cases, you have to be very subtle in the changes you make, unless you want to communicate drastic change in the organization or something like that. Mm. I can relate to that. Uh, I have had several several brands, and then the the later in the the more I have gone through them, the the less I pay the attention to the logo and the name because I know that it will it will grow with its own branding, the yeah. emotions and feelings towards it. The yeah. same actually goes with the textual. When the term textual came about, um, uh, I was, I would say, a bit skeptical about the name. It sounded weird, but uh, then it was just like, we have to we have to move on and let's go and it will it will just if we will have good event then uh, there would be stories yep. around that exactly and now it's there and yeah and now it's uh, now it's uh, like the name textual is like eighth 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 year yeah mm. so yeah it's like name or logo is just a visual anchor to all the, the satellite stuff that's floating around it and the emotions if, yeah if if the product itself is good then eventually the branding will mm. the good branding will attach those values to the logo or the name yeah so any other uh, trade secrets like how to work with branding people skills <laughs> it's all about the people it's like 50% people skills and 50% craft and uh, you just have to filter out what what exactly um, is on the other side, is it, whether it's a city or a country or a small brand or a uh, owner or a founder or a huge company, and, and because it's it's not always that what you, what you get in the brief is actually what needs to be done. So um. yeah, it's just their their perspective. Um, yeah, by the, the the things you say, it seems that. Uh, it's more suitable for big big companies or countries or big corporations rather than small branding yeah i think it's uh it's um, in a classical term probably but at the same time we all have our personal brand as well right so it's uh you, you have a brand you whether you want it or not even a small startup um it's like the culture. So there is no organization without the culture, and yeah. there is no um, company without the brand, yeah. so without it, perception. Yeah. So it's it's just a question whether you control it or you intentionally build it, or it just floats around and happens as you move. But uh, either way, you have a branding, and people will look to you and and have their thoughts and values how they see you and, and then they will communicate that to others and and then you can't control that you can't control branding as as maybe you, you could 50 years ago and where there were just tv commercials and newspapers and 
So the best you can do is you can try to align your message and your communication so that the signal you send out is as clear as you, you can possibly get so that everybody who hears it or sees it will at least get some idea of what you want them to, to get. So it seems that, uh, yeah, it's like internally you have culture and externally you have brand. Yeah. And it, both are that you can either control or it will just be there. Exactly, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that, I, I haven't looked from that perspective, but it makes sense. Uh, so how you can charge this process? So this is a creative process. Like how you can, like, okay, hmm, this seems to be that it will cost like this or that. It's, is it just pure working hours? I think a lot of people want to understand how creative work can be built. Yeah, like it's, a, it's an interesting question and it's still, I think... A um, mystery. Yeah, well, not a mystery, but um, up for debate, I think. Of course, the, the basic, thing, basic, basic solution is just to build by the hour, but it won't get you too far. But then what is, what's, what's an hour? Because, well, you think in the morning while you're cycling to the office. Yeah, right. Is that an hour? <laughs> yeah, and then you get the idea somewhere in between and how do you charge that? And then you sit down for an hour and you, <laughs> you cannot think about it. So. Yeah. So it's, um, as a, it is a service, service um, business, so it's, uh, you can't scale it that, that, that good. Um, but uh, it's a mix of, of hours and, and some value that you add and then you just uh, work through that and also what what um, the sector or the country can actually afford and you you can charge 500 euros per hour but like nobody will pay that so it's just there's some uh, some limit to what you can charge I think have you thought about different kind of business models uh, yeah but um, Still, still, I'm thinking about that ongoing, ongoing. Uh, yeah, I idea. Yeah, I have heard about the business model, particularly from Finland. Uh, there was a design. There is a design agency which basically they helped you build the brand uh, in exchange for shares. Yeah, we've done like that. Actually, we've done, done that. Yeah, and uh, and we're experimenting with like a lot of lot of these models but it's a it's a long-term game it's not a, a, a quick thing you can test and if you don't have a huge buffer like a cash that you can allocate to these investments then it's just like a few few of those projects a year and then it's like if you even if you get like three to five projects like that that's very small portfolio and if like if you want to collect like 20 those investments then it's like what five years and then it's so then you have Ascetic has a portfolio we have um, where you have like, like shares yeah yeah cool. we've done uh, and we, we're, we're experimenting with like doing a bigger project like the whole branding and but then it takes like two months and then it's just like one huge investment and on the other other model is just like do a small like incremental little investments that you can do like maybe a few few of them in the year and then see which one is uh, more suitable for for your situation but so then it's a, a typical portfolio question do you have anti-portfolio like the portfolio when you had the opportunity to be part of it and you said no no <laughs> it's a, because it's a relatively new idea in our um, 
industry and uh, so people are very skeptical at first when you try to pitch them the idea and they're very like, suspicious and, and they're not used to the this kind of um, transactions in our particular industry so it's uh, but I like the idea and I, I would like to explore that uh, and also you could probably you could also design not brands but like specific products and, and then license for a fee or percentage or stuff like that and um, if you work with some clients long enough you start to see where they have some gaps that they don't see themselves and then you can just package a solution and, and design it and then just that's something we haven't tried yet but I think that's what we would like to do in the future so how would that work so you would have a design concept for for example I, I see that the the manufacturer has some free capacity for like particular manufacturing line that like they're not doing 100 percent of like packaging the like one line that they only have like 30 percent uh, uh, and then we see that there's some niche in the market like in or some 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 category or some there's an audience for some specific product and then we say okay you have capacity to produce this and here's an, people who need this and it should look like this and, and if you do this then let's just share the profits or something like that mm. but then you have to understand the market very w yeah. well oh. yeah and then you need time to think about it and yeah. you need time to produce that and to pitch it and it's it just means you have to have a very uh, efficient business like your main business so you have time for those ideas and are you allocating time for thinking in your work time like the the famous google 20 percent where we actually we tried the famous google 20 percent like <laughs> 10 years ago and it and failed miserably we burned so much cash and time with in producing like half-assed uh, projects and we had like 20 of them and then <laughs> like every <laughs> <laughs> every 20 percent was used to another project idea yeah, and then that's at some point we just stopped it and said it we're just burning time and money and resources and just started focusing on our main business and that was just like a fresh air basically. how did you so going back to the initial that uh, that you have gone into direction of branding and visual identity how you said no to the other directions like building websites working with apps well we're a small company we're just like uh, but still it's yeah. like you have to pick choices how yeah, what was the reasoning behind the it? reasoning was like we are two co-founders and both of us felt that branding was the thing that we had the most passion personally and being a small team we just uh, directed all the energy towards that and so it basically was natural there was yeah. no did you have to f let go some some clients and it say It was no? a transition. Yeah, two years we just transitioned all the web projects to different agencies that support the, the clients. And hmm. Okay. So uh, let's say I have a startup mm -hmm. and we have raised some cash, some 50K mm -hmm. uh, to work on our product. What could be done, like very basics? 
Well, you can you can get a free logo online, even or like fifteen bucks. It's just like check. You just you <laughs> randomly gen like you add three keywords and press a button and it gives you a logo. So yeah, that's actually one of the things. So people spend a lot of time picking a logo and the 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 name. How much should it be like the, spent weeks on that? And like what stage are we talking about now? Like, is it like uh, in a garage two guys or it's like first like seed round or, or Yeah, that's or, a fair what? question. Uh, I think it let's go both. Like when I have an idea, I have so, I know so many people who start like oh, I I have to start with something. I will register a company. And it's like, well, you don't need a company to start. Like for for like the very very first steps, I would just uh, get a like subscription to a font, uh, like like Adobe Fonts uh, library. It's like what ten bucks a month or something, and you have like thousands of typefaces, and then just pick a word mark, pick a like professional font, and then just uh, write down your name, and and you have a word mark in a good typeface, and then that's just it, and then you use that till you find out whether your idea works and you find an audience and then slowly evolve and redesign and but still it's like i have to pick a, a font yeah. a typeface so it's yeah. it's pretty uh still hectic no it's not that bad it's just <laughs> just go with it and then i think in the like if you're talking about the very very early stages yeah. then you just it's it's the product is everything you don't yes. need a logo i just pick a decent word mark and, and try not to you can like the strategy would be try not to ruin something just so have something but nothing uh, which could ruin yeah. like don't call, have racial don't, gender things in it and don't can... try to like design it at that point just have a word mark, have like one or two colors that identifies you or, or differentiates you from the competition and then just uh, build your product and focus then, on the product, not on the logo. And then, yeah, and then see what's your audience and how they, how, where they place you in, in their mind with, with all the landscape of competition and everything and then start to work from there. Mm. So, okay, I, I have raised some 50K. So mm -hmm. what's next? Should I do anything with my uh, logo? I think once you have an uh, an audience and you have uh, people that use your use your product, I think at that point you have to start to think uh, what your brand is communicating and how it wants to be seen, and what are the personality of the brand, and then depending on what's the personality of your brand or your product, then the visual language should look the same or at least convey the same values or aesthetics uh, mm. and 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 that at that point you have to start to think whether you're saying one and looking in other in another way or or all of those things point to the same direction mm. and then of course when you have reached like full-blown product market fit everything is rocketing yeah. then you well, invest in for it's a startup is not just for like tech geeks right and and if you, you have to know whether you're talking to stay-at-home moms or you're talking to developers or or it's a consumer product or whom to whom are you talking to and then the visual language should address that audience yeah um 
you have uh, on your site you have this uh, clear branding and distinctive design mm -hmm. so what's standing behind it because those are like I kind of can understand but what's in your words I think there's a quote from Paul Rand which it's a famous graphic designer and he famously said that you don't have to don't try to be original try to be good uh, and uh, I think there's a there's a great wisdom in that you don't have to as a creative person um, you sometimes just try to be original for for your peers and for the for the sake of the profession just try to come up with something new when actually uh, the client or the product it, it needs to be professionally done it needs to be good and it needs to be distinctive in the playing field it operates it doesn't have to be original by its own sake it just has to be clear and, and good professionally done and then distinctive from the the field where you're in and and that's the idea behind that it's, so it just know you know your playing field and how mm. you will be different from from the rest so the play field um in-house or outsourced design both 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 i think you, if you have a strong in-house team that's a huge advantage but graphic design, so I can understand there's UX design, mm -hmm. service design. Those are like more technical mm -hmm. designers. Yeah. And then graphic design, uh, I think that that probably is always outsourced. Yeah, at least for if you're talking regarding startups, then of but course. What could be the industry where it's like, yeah, you know, we have graphic design in-house. You mean startups or in general? In general. I can recall the old movie posters which were drawn by hand or redrawn by hand. Yeah. That's like you need a graphic designer there, but that's already on the brink to be an artist. Or I think when a company gets at a certain size, you have designers in-house just as a rule. And, and as you said, most, mostly it's just related to product because you don't think about branding on a daily basis, unlike graphic design and branding on a daily basis use it's of course it's a, an evolving language but it's uh, something that you do once in a while you step back and look at it and 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 that's why you probably don't have a full-time person dedicated to your brand or then, or then you get the full-time person and you're a b testing the different blues and reds in google logo for eternity yeah but then <laughs> then, then we're probably talking about like huge companies and not like 10 people teams and then it's actually most likely then it's about uh, automating uh, some of the design process because yeah. i i think that well as i understand most a lot of your work is actually picking the colors and contrasts and proportions right so it just conveys the message yeah. just says and some of that seems to be that it can be automated like okay we need two colors or four colors which are making this makes sense and we need them one of them needs to be in contrast and those are like rules and so yeah, systems yeah probably you, i'm not an expert in, in like human resources but probably a brand manager more than brand designer would would be the person in how in-house because you have to manage photography illustration copywriting colors and all of those stuff and it's not just not just one person who can 
execute all of those fields. You need somebody who can understand and be fluent in all of those fields, but then can find the right person to do it. And probably that's the person you would need first in, in your team. Mm. Do you see the machine learning and AI taking over some of your work? Uh, I would like uh, some some of the stuff to be automated. Uh, once you design an, an idea and you have, a, like, say, a logo or a few basic shapes and, and colors and forms, and then there's a, a lot of formats uh, and, uh, and like PDFs and, and and vector formats and so and it would just figure you out. You just you, you just upload uh, your like master file and then it just like throws you out all the different formats and sizes and transparent backgrounds, white background, black background, like small sizes, large sizes for print, for screen, icons for like all the platforms and. I can imagine that some of it could be there. There's definitely someone will create a company which basically you upload a mood board and it will yeah. come up with the. Uh, you could basically upload like the basic parameters of a brand uh, identity and then it just gives you the basic materials already like in all the necessary formats and uh, we've been thinking about it and I know there's a, a few startups actually trying to do it but it's uh, nobody has actually like made a, a usable prototype yet but I think that's in a few years that somebody will do that and, and a lot of designers will be happy to just do more ideas and less like technical work could it be that uh, the the people who are super excited with the machine learning and deep learning stuff they mm -hmm. just haven't met the designers yet so they are like getting closer so designers get mm -hmm. more technical and then at one point they will be at the same cafe and have, have the same conversation. I think like the, the idea is building in like in, in like a dozen or hundred uh, parallel minds already yeah. because there's a lot of things that could be automated like getting the context not just your gut feeling but then you, you work with a particular audience and then you uh, have machine learning tell you what's what 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 trends are they following like what visual language are they seeing on a daily basis that gives you a better understanding of the context you 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 try to work in it's like hey client you seem to be a good client can you give me access to your facebook <laughs> i want to yeah. check out what do you like <laughs> so i think and also like uh, you could use machine learning to find out like like even if you take as like one specific thing as typefaces, then yeah. you could see like what kind of typefaces are used all over the internet. What are like five most popular ones? And Helvetica, Arial, Helvetica. Uh, actually, I think it's. I don't think it's that popular anymore. But it does matter. It's like machine learning could actually give you huge data to to give more accurate the guesses. So it's not just like I kind of feel like this would be the right decision, but then you have a huge uh, information that tells you like what everybody is doing in the field and then you pinpoint your solution more precisely. So that's like a more data-driven design? I, don't, I think it would give you just uh, context. Yeah, but yeah. that's like yeah. now a lot of your work is basically just I feel like it or when you think that you have to ask some question. No, you do you research can... but like your research is limited to the yeah, it's not uh, hundreds of thousands yeah, of you do a points. few dozen few dozen like competi competitors and, and what like you you browse through the trends and, and visual like languages and colors and but then it's just like man hours 
and if you could like 10x that and get a more precise overview of of like you have a new client and, and new he wants to do a new product in a new category and then whether you spend a week researching that category you just press the button and then it gives you like a dashboard of all the information that you need so the the future designers basically have to learn to read the data yeah yeah you, you cannot escape that no so that's the message for all the future graphic designers no you have to learn math <laughs> and you know there's there's this graph that you have to be right and non-consensus, right? Just like okay. for the the quadrant, yeah, yeah, you quadrant. need to be. Uh, if you're wrong, you're wrong, and if you're right, it's good. But if you're right and consensus, then you're just like everybody else, and you need to be right, but non-consensus to have a interesting idea that could yeah. potentially go big. So the design with design is actually the same. You have to be right with the, it has to be good, professional, and and it has to be good design. But if you're just doing something. As everybody else, then you're just like the same, and and you want to try to find that free niche that that you can occupy in the, in, in your audience's mind. Mm. So now it could be that you can find get there by using data, but at some point you would be the, as the same all the same who are not using the data. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, any thoughts or wishes for for startup founders who might listen to this? Um, I think uh, if I could leave just one thing, then probably just try to go simple and don't try to overdo it, uh, especially when you're st just starting out. And uh, yeah, I think it's... Um, just get rid of all the unnecessary stuff and just find what's one or two signifiers of your visual language and just then stick to it. And consistency is a huge thing. If you can, whatever you do, just if you do it consistently, over time people will start to recognize it. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Michels. This was awesome. Thank you. <laughs>